Alright. Let's see. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. Truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself. And has given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation, I can of myself do nothing, as I hear I judge, and my judgment is righteous, because I do not seek my own, but build the will of my Father who sent me. That's John five, twenty four through thirty. Mm-hmm. Jesus talking um, to the people. So, I just yeah, I'm glad that we started it off with that because mm-hmm. that's what that's what Christianity is all about. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we need to. I I think that sometimes Christians downplay it a little bit mm-hmm. to make people feel more comfortable. Yep. But it's more, this life is more serious than it's made out to be. It's made out to be. But on the other hand, we can't take life so seriously. Yeah. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's because it's just because of the way everything has, has been and developed. I think, you know what I mean? That's why we've just, we've learned even through the book talks about, don't take it too seriously, but it, the book talks about following certain orders and rules in it. And once you know those things, it's easier to live in the spirit and casually and not thinking so much about the Bible itself and more just have the relationship with the Lord and and keep it in His will and what your purpose is. But um, yeah, definitely where... I, I like this a lot when we read it earlier I thought it was perfect and uh, pretty much it just talks about the life and death and the judgment of all people in the world um, when we go and um, judge each other as if you know the one who would be judged in the hour how they would be judged and it is righteous you know what I mean yeah and so it's to in a way like people say oh don't judge another person don't judge a book by its cover but if you're if you're like like I believe like if you're really with somebody like Austin you give me give me um, crap all the time about smoking cigars and I need that because cigars aren't a good thing for me but you know it's you guys in a way judging the the event that you see Steve I'm seeing this and it's not good you're not judging me you're judging what I'm doing to myself there you, you go. know what I mean that's what I was well, yeah. gonna elaborate on yeah yeah. I, I, I think what what Jesus was trying to first of all he was saying that whoever needs whoever listens to him he's telling he's telling like people need to listen to things that he had to say first of all he was saying that he's going to give all of us eternal life yeah and that people who believe in him won't be have that final condemnation won't have that final judgment yeah in essence go to hell yeah 
um, and also live in hell while we're on this earth. Yeah. If those who believe in him and who follow yeah. him and who follow his his words, those will have eternal life and heaven. Won't, we won't just be going to heaven when we'll we die, but we'll earth. have heaven on earth, heaven in our minds and in our souls. Yeah. So that's where, like, that's what I got out of it. And also, you know, as a Christian, as just a human being, we can't like you that you said it perfectly. You can't judge others. Yeah. By who they are, but you can judge what they're doing and say, "Hey, man, I don't think what you're doing yeah. is okay yeah. by God's standards." Let me show you why, and you point back to the book. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. The body is a temple. Yeah, and so like, not harm thy body. What I like is that for the listeners, they could clearly see the they could clearly see hear the difference between when I was reading that first part of that verse and then when I read. Yeah, and so what? Mine's the English Standard Version. What's yours? Uh, mine's the King James. Uh, what does it say in the front, right? Right here. This is the New King James version. That's the New King James version. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's uh, it, and it's what I got. What I get. For, like I, I know there's a lot of people that say there's a lot of different versions of the Bible. Yeah. If and you, there, I think personally, I think if you want the best one. King get the James. sixteen. Get the King James sixteen hundreds edition because it's the direct. It's everything hasn't been translated over and over. It's been tra- translated once. It was translated yeah. from Greek, Hebrew, and I think there was one other language Greek, that Hebrew and you know you know what I'm saying there was one other language that the Bible was written in, Arabic. No, not Arabic. That was the. Was it Latin? That wasn't Latin, was it? No. No. No, but it was, I think it was three languages, Greek and Hebrew for sure. Yeah. And then there was a third language that it was translated over into the English version. Uh-huh. But the King James Version is that first part, first version. But, yeah. like, for critics, for critics specifically, they all say, oh, it's been translated numerous amount of it times. It contradicts itself. It, when you <sighs> read the King James Version, it doesn't contradict itself, first of all. Yeah. And second of all... You need to if if you're reading the book to try to find errors, you're not reading it for the right reasons. That's true. You're supposed to read the book to fill your cup. To 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 to, to have a relationship. Yeah. You're supposed to read you're supposed to read this Bible so you're you know God and so you're known by God. Yeah. Not just to you're not just reading it just to read it. Yeah. This isn't meant for your mind. This is meant for your soul. That's why people who just read it with their mind, they never get it. Yeah. You have to read it with your soul and have it not have it read you as well. Yep, that's true. Yeah, because like there's been numerous times where I've opened my Bible to a random page, and it just spoke to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was just oh, like, I know Whoa. what you mean. <laughs> I, I love those. Mean, I love those times. The ones that always get me is that, like when I was doing something wrong. Yeah, and then it and tells then I, you about and it. And then boop. it's real. It's not a person that's telling, like, trying to sugarcoat anything. No, it's, it's it's straight up it's harsh. Real. And it's real. harsh. <laughs> like this is what's gonna happen. Yeah, this is the truth. This is the truth, and it cuts you to the heart. It really breaks it down too, because like, when you when you're reading it and you're feeding your soul, your mind's like at the same time making sense of it, regardless. You know what I mean? Because your mind's always working. So it's it's crazy when. When I, when I do the random look and I get it, my mind's mind blown. It's just like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, do, 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 do. oh this is adding up. Yep. Do, 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 do. Oh, that's why I'm seeing this. Yep. Oh, it's because, you know, and it's just like, uh, it's really interesting. You know, I'm, I'm making sure that the camera's good. That's why I'm looking at the camera. Yeah, okay. We're all good. Everything's recording. We're all set. Okay. Um, you know, that that's a good, that's a good point, man, because there's so many... You know how there's Easter eggs in movies? 
Yes. We're like, yes, so there's something like in the little, background, or there's like a little there. clue. Yeah. The Bible has so many of those. That's true. There's so many of those. That's so true. And I'm just going to say one right now that the one that got me the most. I was listening to a Christian rate on the radio while I was working. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a Christian station. And this minister was talking about how she always wondered why Jesus said when he was on the cross, uh, uh, Father, why have thou forsaken me? Yeah. And I always wondered that. Why, if Jesus knew his everything that was going to happen, if he was, uh, if he was God, yeah. why did he say that? Mm-hmm. And, it why? May, and you know why? Why? Because it's relating to a previous, he is quoting a previous passage in the Old Testament Ooh. from King David. That's you know awesome. who King David. You know who King David is. Yeah, yeah. King David is actually God promised him that King David's uh, lineage would be the Son of Man, and Jesus was in King David's lineage. So he was, and King David in Psalms wrote about Jesus dying on the cross. Oh wow! And so, and in that part, I can't remember uh, what which one it was, but I know it's in Psalms. I want to say it's like. Psalm sixty something, mm-hmm. um, but it's in Psalm sixty something. I want to say you could, you got, everybody could look it up. Uh, Father, Father, why have thou forsaken me? And it talks about Jesus dying on. It's a prophecy of Jesus dying on the cross. Yeah, and that's why Jesus says that when he's dying on the cross. Yeah, yeah. It's a quote. Pretty cool. Not a question. It's a quote. Yeah, yeah. It's a he's quoting. fulfilling a prophecy. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. He was yeah. for sure and so in the spirit that. Like he even says, like you know, like my 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 body is weak, but my soul, my your, soul. My, what does he say? My, my soul. He says it to his disciples. He says, "Your body is your body is weak, but your, your soul is strong. Your spirit yeah. is strong." Yeah, yeah. He says it to them in the garden the night before his death. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, so that was good. That we that was a good little tangent. But like, yeah. So one of the things that we wanted to talk about was the the fact that. A lot of people think that the Bible is like a regular book. It's not. <laughs> it's yeah. not a regular book. It's not. You can't go to the first page. You can go to the first page and read Genesis if you want, but it's not going to explain the New Testament and what Jesus did for us. It's going to explain the coming of Jesus and what he will do for us. And it explains the the creation of man and the universe, and it explains the 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 betrayal of man to God. Everybody knows about the forbidden fruit. Um, and if you don't know, it's a great, interesting subject. Well, let, well, I just, let me just say one thing on that. So mm-hmm. the, um, piggybacking on what you're, what you were saying. So basically there are books in the Bible that obviously are in chronological order. Yeah. Then there's other books that are like, kind of like poems and poetic. Yeah. There's other books that are like more, letters. More so in the New Testament than the Old yeah. Testament. The Old Testament's almost like you can open it and kind of read through the order. Yes. But the New Testament, it's everybody's journal pretty much of what was going on with Jesus. Yes. And you could put on a timeline everything in chronological order. Yeah. And you go because once you read it you understand but the, oh this is that this is at this point in time. This is at this point yeah, in time. Yeah, but in different but in different journals with the yeah. New Testament. It's like you gotta like you gotta really create your own timeline for your Psalm to this all lines up. Six scriptures all line up 
from different people talking about the same thing. Same but event. They, exactly. But from different points of view. Exactly. Like, that's what's so great about the Bible is be, I think there's like 65 different authors yeah. over a span of 4,000 years. Uh-huh. Is it 4,000 years? It's something like that. Because uh, it was two... I, yeah, it's either it's two to four thousand years. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't got my facts straight right now, but it's either two to four thousand years. Sixty-five different authors all saying the same thing, mm-hmm. all saying the same message. Yeah, so basically, the Old Testament is about the coming of a present, and that something was what the people didn't is what the people of God didn't have yet. Yeah, and it's all pointing to the New Testament. It's pointing to one thing. It's pointing to Jesus. And then in the New Testament, it's about what God has already, what has God has given to us. Yeah, which is the Son of God, which is the and Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yeah, and that, and where we're not walking in the Old Testament, they weren't walking with God. Yeah, God was here up above. They were down below, or He was next to them. And at times, He would be inside of them and give them strength, but not all the time. Yeah, the New Testament is about once we accept Christ. God is within us. Yeah. God is within us in our minds, in our mind eye. Yeah. To where it's like he's sitting down in our minds and where our eyes are the movie screen. Like yeah. He's looking through the movie screen. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Anyways. Yeah. So that's like, to make it very, very basic, that's what Old Testament and New Testament is, bas- is about. Okay. There's a lot in between. Yeah. But that's what I get from it. What about you? Um... I definitely get the same thing. I it definitely always points towards, um, like the idea of the humanity genealogy of where we all kind of started, and um, there's a lot of different books that talk about um, uh, the family backgrounds, like like events that happened in the family, where they traveled, what happened here, and why. There was there was uh, issues with this tribe and this tribe and this man did this to bring them together and to show them God and it's very um, it's very more so about like a God in the Old Testament it's almost like a God that depicted off your actions and in the New Testament it changed because he had sent his son and now it's about it's about coming as you are instead of 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 being contradicted every day of your life every day you know if you make a mistake nowadays you know um it's good that you feel guilty because that means you feel something you know when you do something wrong so it's just like you know you could just simply repent by saying you know lord forgive me for i have sinned and you know uh, i thought lustful thoughts and they were overburdening me please give me strength um you know and in due time it will change um, it, it, uh, you know, I'm on a roller coaster ride and I'm a man, but, um, but I'm not, a, I don't want to be a weak man, you know? Um, so I just, I continue to pray and thanks to the new Testament, uh, I'm forgiven of these things rather than on the day of judgment. It won't be so harsh. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, well, okay. So you're right. You're you got it on the nose. <laughs> so Old Testament, we're lucky because the Old Testament, they lived in... We're going to explain all this to you. They lived in, in, in fear in of God ways. more so. They, and nowadays they, were, they lived merciful. in constant condemnation. Mm-hmm. They could get cleansed of their sins, but they would still be condemned for the things that they did. Yeah. Now, we can be cleansed. We are, we've been cleansed by our sins as long as we ask God for forgiveness because Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. And 
the blood of Jesus washed away our past of all sin, guilt, shame, and condemnation. Yeah. So we don't have to live there anymore. Yeah. We're cleansed. We know that we've been forgiven by the Lord. That's true. And now we are a new creation. We are chaste virgin by Christ, yeah. meaning that we it's like we've never been with the world before. Yeah. Where our minds have been changed because if you because here's here's the concept. If you are sorry for the things that you did and you are you don't like the fact that you did something, that means you're a new person now. Yeah. Because you're thinking differently. Exactly. Exactly. So therefore, you don't exactly. live in the past like Tupac said, you don't look live you don't look at the rearview you don't live in the rearview mirror. You're you look at, you're through the look, windshield. Yeah, you're looking at it like from behind you. Instead of looking back, you're looking at it like from behind you instead. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm getting all excited talking about this stuff. Yeah, I love talking about this, man. I know. Because it, it really reinforces my beliefs and it reinforces the way that I think every second of every day. Mm-hmm. That's true. I feel you. That's true. I feel the same way. I got to, uh, one, th- one thing that about Christianity that I got to do more too is every second of every day or at least every hour, whatever, I need to be thinking about what am I doing for God right now? What am I doing for God? What am I doing for God? Not what am I doing for myself? What am I doing for myself? Mm. You know? Yeah. That's what does true. God want me to do in this situation? God, give me strength. God, help me constantly be in that place mm-hmm. and treat it like a... Uh, uh, a building I gotta start I gotta and I've been doing this but every second of every day you're putting one brick down at a time one brick down at a time so eventually those bricks become a big wall mm. so what if something comes you're so built up in your foundation with your belief with your lifestyle with who you are in the Lord mm-hmm. that when that thing comes and it will come your wall won't be struck down mm-hmm yeah, I just came up with that. That's really good. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, okay, so like, let's let's go, let's let's start from the beginning. Kind of, let's give everybody like an overview of what of what Christian of what the Bible is. Okay. Am I missing anything? We got um, we, just the idea. Okay, so we were just mentioned that the chronological order. You, we mentioned that. Yes. Right? Yeah. So yeah. like, it's not an order. Only the New it's, Testament a little bit, or the Old Testament a little. For the most part, it's in order, but not like people would think. Yeah, especially the New Testament. The most yes. the most important part about yes. the whole book is the New Testament. It definitely like If you is. were to read anywhere, start there. I personally think so. You're right, yes. Because you'll start understanding about Jesus. And once you understand Jesus, then he'll show you about the Old Testament, and he'll show you like the way it used to be. That's kind of how it worked with me. That's exactly how it worked with me too. Yeah, I met Jesus before I met, you know, um, uh, Abraham. Yeah. Even though Jesus is God, is an Abraham is the Abrahamic God, which is you know we'll get into it. The Lord of all lords. So um, like, uh, yeah, I did the same thing. I I I started reading the Old Testament. And I was like, I gotta. I was like, I can't do this. I gotta read the New Testament. So I started reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, yeah. the four Gospels, mm-hmm. and then I read the rest of the New Testament. And that's where I started off my journey mm-hmm. in Christianity. Me so. too. Me too. Okay. So honestly, I skipped to Revelations too. When I <laughs> <laughs> everyone's always talking about the Revelations, man. Skyler talking about the Revelations oh, yeah, all the time. For real. Me, wanna, yeah, I don't blame you, dude. <laughs> that's the cool thing about the Bible too. Like a regular book, if you were to skip pages and go to a different chapter, you'd have no idea what's going on. Yep. But with the Bible, you can literally just do this. 
and you know just start reading the burden against Demarcus behold Demar Demarcus will cease from being a city you know just start reading it's just like wherever you go and then you can kind of catch up I will set Egyptians against Egyptians everyone will fight against his brother and everyone against his neighbor city against city kingdom against kingdom the spirit of Egypt will fail in its midst I will destroy their council and I will consult the idols and the charmers the mediums and the sorcerers and the Egyptians I will give into the land of the cruel master a fierce king will rule over them says the Lord the Lord of hosts Ooh, what is that talking about I, don't, I have no pretty... idea because I haven't read that book yet yeah what book is this Isaiah Isaiah yeah I think is Isaiah one of the um I think it's prophecy not prophecy books yes it is yeah Jeremiah and Isaiah or something like that yeah it is it's still right it's about this... prophecy about the end times yeah it's hold on yeah it's before it's the Old Testament still yeah yeah. Oh, I know. yeah yeah anyways so I did it. so let's give so like I was saying <laughs> let's give an overview of everything of beginning to end mm -hmm. um, of the Christian Bible Okay. So you want to start like with the let's idea? Let's start at the very beginning. Genesis. Yeah, let's start with Genesis. So we'll just I got my I got my table of contents here, and we'll just kind of go down it. Well, we can. Uh, yeah, we can do that. We we'll can just kind of just skip through and just go down. The, and talk we'll about... go. We'll talk about the importance, the really important stuff. Mm -hmm. So in Genesis, with we'll start with Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. Okay. So God. So God created Adam from the dust. Okay, he then he. Well, I personally think <laughs> God has he has crazy cool science, like his words, and like he wait when when like I think in my imagination is when God talks, because when you read Genesis, it's like things are just happening when he's speaking. You know what I'm saying? So he has like this language that can create. You know what I mean? Because he's outside of time, space, and matter. So when he says a phrase, it's magical. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's truly artwork. And right. so when he says it to be so, he like, he knows the elements that he needs to use to make it so. Right. And, um, you know, just like light and darkness and then the sun and the moon. Like, I think those are separate things that he created with their own like origin. You know what I mean? So like, um, but yeah, God's words are so powerful. So like in the beginning of time, people like they they start reading Genesis like this is ridiculous. He just said something and it happened. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> because he has a different language than us. You know what I mean? Kind of like, you know, oh, the idea of forbidden oh. knowledge with with sorcery and witchcraft and stuff. Well, God's is is almighty of that. There right. that, that's forbidden knowledge that people aren't supposed to have like charms and stuff. Stuff like that is not supposed to be. But Don't, then you know what you want to Okay, can I say one thing? Sure. Do you ever think that, like, in a way, science is magic? Kind of. It is. Kind of. Science is magical. Like, <laughs> it can, this yeah. flame right here. <laughs> it's pretty That's pretty magical, crazy. dude. Yeah. It's the, pretty. It's this pretty mic, magic. that's magic, dude. Like, <laughs> I think magic and science are one and the same. Definitely. I, think, I, you feel, know, like, I feel like they kind of coincide with one another. It's like... Things are magical because there's there's there was scientific thought behind it. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, if you didn't know that there was stuff inside of this and that, it, that all the technology and all the little solders to each point, each bit, it, you wouldn't know. But if it just worked and you you were just, this is magic. It just, it's just this is the voicer. 
We call it the voicer because <laughs> it picks up the voice, you know? <laughs> well, think about it. There's a specific, like, with a magic, let's just, let's get a little bit off topic. We'll go back. <laughs> when you have a magical potion, yes, there's ingredients to the magical potion. Exactly. When you have a, a mic, when you have fire, you when you have voicer? a cloud, a vo- the voicer. <laughs> the voicer. <laughs> any of those, there's elements to that in order to create that one thing. Exactly. There's uh, ingredients and to so that And so as potion. men in the physical realm, we have to we have to do certain things. But God is out of time of the outside of the physical form. Right. So when he says something, it, it becomes. It becomes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you. I know what you are saying, you, sir. You get what I mean? I get what you mean. So, <laughs> I yeah, I I skipped the mo- like one of the most important parts. Yeah, yeah, God spoke and created the the what I think is the universe. What you think is the world? That's not yeah. a dig. That's just yeah, yeah. No, created the world yeah. and what we know to be Earth yeah. and the sun and the moon and the stars and and, and the he ocean. knows the names of all and, of them. And yep, and and so then he so then he created. All the animals. Yep. And then the plants. Yep. And then us. Then us. That's the yeah. important key. That's mm-hmm. an important key. We were the last. He created. Things. He created Adam last, but then. But he, then he seen that Adam needed a woman. A woman. A, a companion. Oh, 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 here's something important. Before he created Eve, God had Adam name all the animals that were already created. Oh, yep. And that's he, true. That's that, true. This is important. And after he's seen that he wasn't able to live amongst the animals as he thought he would have been able to, it he's seen that he needed a companion. God's yes, and God knew that he that we needed a way to recreate to repopulate. Yeah. So then he created Eve. He With, took the rib out of Adam. Whoop. And some some people think that's like think the whole Adam and Eve thing is sexist, which yeah. I don't understand why. Um, <laughs> but because uh, they both ate the apple, yeah, they both ate. So okay, so then, <laughs> so then he uh, made Eve out of the rib. Yep, which a lot of people say. There's like a saying, and I've, I mean, I know you've heard me say this before, but it's the, the reason why God used the rib and not the the kneecap or the, a toe or a finger or an ear. It was because that it was right next to his heart and by his side. Right. And that's what he wanted the woman to be. Yeah. A woman who's always by his side, close to his heart. That's pretty cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that is really cool. That's like, that's very meaningful. So beautiful. Um, it's so beautiful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he created Eve. So then Eve comes upon, so Satan comes upon uh, Eve. Of the tree of. Uh, okay. The tree of knowledge. The tree of knowledge. Okay, let's let's pause for a second. Let's talk about let's talk about Satan because we need to talk about this. Yeah, this is important. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so let's tell let's tell the story of Satan. So okay. Satan before the creation of so everything. the story of Satan. I don't know it from the the, the Bible. Oh, I actually know it from the, the book of Enoch more than, more so because of my studies took me there. So in Genesis, just so I can clarify to the people, in Genesis, if you look in the genealogy of um, of Adam, it's um, Genesis 5, 1, you go down it all, and Enoch is the 21, 521. And um, so I did my reading about the fall of man, and Enoch, he talks about the fall of man. And um, 
um, pretty much it talked about when Satan came down with 200 angels and they all made an oath. And the oath was that they would do this deed because they seen, um, or yeah, this is the, and this is where it gets interesting is that this has happened in, um, the spirit realm, but Satan was still here on earth when they were being created. So it was, it was like, there was a time frame where they all came down after Satan had visited and or people have visited angels that had bad intentions visited the earth. You see what I'm saying? No, I don't. You don't? Because I thought it was a different order. Let me. Can I say what I thought it was? Yes, go ahead. What I thought it was was before man was created. Before man was created, uh, Satan was in heaven with was in, was the was good at there was a certain point where where Satan was uh, good. His name was Lucifer yeah. in heaven. Yeah. He was one of the top-ranked angels, and he wanted to be God. Mm -hmm. So he got one-third of the heaven's angels, and he got them to try to fight God. Mm -hmm. But they failed, obviously. Uh -huh. And God... Okay, so with an angel, angels can't be forgiven. Yeah. They, they are they already a, holy. They're already holy they know, from the very they know beginning. So they much. know so so much better than what than what they should do. Yeah. So they know better. They know better. That's it, yeah. Uh so he, so what God did was he pretty much doomed Satan to eventually go to hell. But that's where people get it wrong. He's not in hell yet. He's actually walking to and fro on this earth. Yeah, he's at a bottomless us. pit right now. He's no, not not yet, not oh, yet. No? Not he will be though. Okay, that's revelations. Okay, so that that's what people get wrong. He's not at the bottomless pit yet. He's walking to and fro fro on this earth. Uh -huh. Here's another thing people get wrong. Satan's not omnipotent. He can only be in one place at one time. He has demons though. Those angels, the one third of of heaven, he has demons that go to do the to deeds. try to do his deeds he's yeah. got an army okay yeah. that they that they were smiting down with from god as well mm -hmm. they all will be doomed to hell the pit of fire at the very end yeah at the very end um okay so that so like i needed to have that pretext before we go on with with anything else uh -huh. and that's where that's where you and that, okay so here's one thing that's also important god created man and this earth, uh -huh. because it was a reflection of himself, of heaven, of himself. Yeah. I told you this before. You, uh, you're yeah. going to hear me say it. We were made in God's image. Yeah. We were made to stomp on the devil for a living and to torture the devil for a living. That's why God put him on this earth. Yeah. Because now the, the devil has to watch us be like God and the devil wanted to be God. Yes. Does that make yes, sense? Yes, thank you. Because I wanted I want to pick you up right there because Go for it. you gotta think about Lucifer's intentions when he was still in heaven with the majority of the angels that were thinking like him. Um he he wanted to be like God. He wanted his his throne. Yep. His position. And you know, during the time that Adam and Eve were here, I think he came down without God knowing because God when God came back to see Adam and Eve when whatever he was doing in heaven, he was, where are you? Why are you hiding? I don't think that's correct. You, what, you, what I, you, you, but God you remember knows, that. But God you, knows everything that happens before it even happens. Well, 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 yes, but he asked, he said it though to them. 
to the, them. But if you think about it, Satan went out of jurisdiction of what God did at the tree of knowledge at the time of being there. And he convinced her to eat the fruit. You will not die. You will live forever. You know, he totally, the book uses certain words that make you think that it was like a seduction that, that he overcame her with his, his vibrant words um, and convinced her to eat the fruit. And, um, you know, that's, that was totally behind God's back, you know, and, but God knew that here's the thing though, Steve, you're you think, exactly right. You think God knew Lucifer was going to trade him, trade on him. I don't think Scott, so. Dude, he, God knows everything before it even happens. When it comes to the human people. When it comes to everything. I don't think he knew Lucifer was going to turn on him. He might've had an idea, but he didn't know he was going to come down to the tree and then seduce Eve. Yes, he did. How do you know that? Okay, because God is uh, God is the outside of but so are space, they. time, and matter. No, no, they're not. Lucifer. The devil, the devil doesn't have the devil doesn't have God's doesn't have God's powers. But he, he has some. He has the he's no an angel. He has the not. He has some of the knowledge of but God. But if he's, but he's an he's angel, God. he's where outside of time and space and matter. In a way, no, he is. You got to think of their their lifestyle as their own village. You know what I'm saying? You got to think of it as they're their own time. But you also got to think of it as Lucifer. If Lucifer knew what was going to happen, he wouldn't have gone against God in the first place. Mm -hmm. If he knew what was going to happen, he wouldn't have gone against God in the first place. Well, because in, now in he's Lucifer's going to help. mind, he might still think he has a chance. He might. But that. But see, see, there you go. He does, That's because he doesn't know what's going to happen. Yeah. He's trying to prevent but, what's what this book says. He's trying to prevent this from happening when there's no preventing it. Yeah, that's true. So what I'm what this is the point I'm trying to make. Mm -hmm. God, the okay, you know. So your question is, then why did God let it happen? Right? No, that's your argument. To my me? my argument is is not so much an argument. It's it's actually just what happened. That this Lucifer is good. Came down to the tree of knowledge. Yes, that's in the book, and he seduced. Yes, Eve. That to that eat is correct. The apple. That is correct. So there had to have been a time frame where God was either allowing this to happen, or he was away from his throne doing something. You don't know. We don't know. I just the, that last part. I disagree with you. Well, let me tell you something. In the Bible, I know it says that the world is like a footstool to the Lord. So think about that. He's on his throne footstool okay he's 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 going to tend to his garden that he has up there because i'm sure he has something he wants to Steve, man everybody on this one, dude. you're wrong <laughs> but look you think god sits on his throne at all times dude god look, like look, let me look he has angels for a reason because he has to get to every single person so when you pray it projects to them and to him like the holy spirit okay except they're there to to listen they're, they're the watchers the people who fell with satan the one-third of people up there they're they were all supposed to watch over us so you don't think god's omnipotent because that's like, i believe he is i'm not saying that condescendingly i'm no no yeah 100%. you know what omnipotent means right yeah he, he's everywhere at once yeah but you're saying you're contradicting yourself i'm saying right he now. can be everywhere at once but when he he can do something else if he'd like like I said, he 
could have been away for the moment when Lucifer went down. Let's adi- Lucifer- let's agree to disagree on this on this point. <laughs> okay, we're, we're going nowhere. Yeah, well, let's agree to disagree. Yeah, I believe that's not true. You believe that's true. Okay, that's yeah, because we're getting a totally off topic. Yeah. So, but we're we're all good, dude. Yeah. No, I'm fine. <laughs> okay. So that's so we'll agree to disagree on that point. Okay. Okay. So where we're gonna go from this? So I want. So let's go. Let's go, keep going. So here's the other question that people might be asking: Why is there evil? Mm-hmm. Why, if there is evil, why? First of all, that's why? Why is God allowing there to be evil? Because yeah. that's a good. That's a. That's the one of the questions that I asked when I became a Christian. Why is there a hell? Why is there an evil? Why is there a devil? Why is there demons? Yeah, exactly. I had a, that was a big question of mine too. Okay, so here's here's the explanation. Here's my, I want, let me say my explanation and I want to hear yours. You've okay. heard this spiel before, but I'm going to say it again. I know. Go ahead. Okay. For the person who doesn't believe that there is a God. Okay. If your question is, if there is a God, then why is there evil in mm-hmm. this world? Well, if you say that there is such thing as evil, that means that you're saying there is such a thing as good. If you're, sta- if you're saying that there's such a thing as good and evil, that means that you're saying that there's such a thing as a moral law. If there's such a thing as a moral law, that means there's such a thing as a moral law giver. Mm-hmm. So what's your question? Mm-hmm. Because if you say that there's evil, then you're saying that there's a moral law giver, but you're trying to argue that fact in the first place. So you're contradicting yourself. Mm-hmm. If there is no, if there was no God, we could literally do anything, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't matter. We wouldn't differentiate good and evil. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. There's that, okay? Then there's the love factor. What is God both for angels and for us as human beings? Because we're both his creation. Mm-hmm. We have, we are so loved by God that he won't, um, he won't break his vow to us to give us free will. If we didn't have free will, we would be robots. And therefore... That wouldn't mean that he loved us. That would mean that he is controlling us. Mm-hmm. God, people get it wrong when they say that God is in control. Mm-hmm. He's not mm-hmm. in control. Mm-hmm. He's not fully in control. Mm-hmm. He could be, but he chooses not to be because he loves us. Mm-hmm. So, it's a numbers game. Mm-hmm. If you have 10 people, if you have 10 people, uh, there's going to be at least maybe two people, let's say, 20% of those people that aren't going to, that are going to end up being making the wrong decision. So, does that am I making sense right now? Yeah. If you have two if you have 10 people, at least two of them are going to probably going to choose not to do the right thing, not to follow God. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. But then people are like, then then why did he create us in the first place? Well, that's a good question. Maybe you should ask him when you go to heaven. We're here, aren't we? We're here. Mm-hmm. I would. There's there like there's no other alternative to where to where there could only be good. Mm-hmm. There's no other alternative in any other world at any other time to where it would have been all good. Mm-hmm. It's a numbers game. There yeah. are, there's gonna be evil somewhere. Mm-hmm. Lurking somewhere, mm-hmm. whether it's in a person or whether it's in a demon or whatever, mm-hmm. an angel, whatever. It's just how it's going to be, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last thing. God says, 
thy will be done or it, God tells us to, to, to go on our knees, look up to him and say, thy will be done. Or if we don't, he looks down on us and says, thy will be done. Done. What I mean by that is we either surrender to what he wants us to do because he knows what's best for us. Because if we follow his word mm-hmm. and not people around us and not to the evil around us mm-hmm. and we follow him, we therefore are holy and have the best possible lives that we could possibly have. Mm-hmm. If we don't do that, if we sway or go back and forth and we don't follow his word, we go down the wrong path. Mm-hmm. And then for you cannot be in the light if you have any darkness. Yeah. That's why there has to be some sort of sentence for the people who do not follow God, who are not of goodness. Mm-hmm. That's why there's such a place as hell. The joke about hell is that, first of all, it's meant for the devil and for all the demons that help the devil. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's there because there has to be consequences for, our, for your actions. It's just like going to jail or going to detention. Unfortunately, there has to be consequences for the bad things that you do. Yep. Yep. Just like any parent, there's consequences when your child's acting up. Why else do good? I Well, I personally want to do good because I want to be, I want to follow God and I, I want to love God with all my heart and all my mind, all my soul, my body. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's also, I don't want to go there. Yeah. And while I live, I want to be as happy as possible. And I can tell you that when I'm, Living right, the fact that I'm living righteously right now as we speak, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's my spiel. Go. <laughs> so what's what? Where did what conclusions did you come to when it came to the factor of evil? The evil factor. Well, for one, as of right now, there's no getting rid of it. Okay, it's around you. You can ignore it, pretend like it's not there, but it is. Sad, scary. It's unfortunate, but. The great news is, is that God gives us the willpower to do and overcome things like, um, you know, um, you got, it can be, what I got from evil is that it could be something really minor or very major, whether it's a minor or a major key, it is, it's a note that is to be taken just like sin. Sin is the same way. If I smoke a cigarette, that's damaging my body. Um, or if I go and murder somebody, that's killing one of God's children. But it's still noted. Both of those are noted as an evil thing in God's eyes. Because he looks down at us and he goes, oh, what is he doing smoking that cigarette? What an idiot. You know, just straight up, honestly. <laughs> I think about that all the time, and um, I'm trying to really get myself out of it, and I'm sure there's, I know there's a lot of people out there who struggle with, you know, t- tobacco addiction, and it's an evil thing. When it first came out, it was an evil thing. How did they advertise it to be a good thing? By making it look cool. By making it look like it was a good thing. Like it was a good thing and like it was cool. Look at me. I got a cigarette. I'm on Hollywood movies. Yeah. Um. So, when it comes to evil, though, to me, it gives me drive because it gets me to want to convince people who are doing wrong things. And I know deep inside, they, everyone's been created equal as good, but through their, their life events, they, they absorb whatever is around them. 
and a lot of the times there's a lot of evil going on. Uh. <laughs> leave it, leave it. Don't, no, you leave it. You're good. It's good? It's fine. It's fine. It's good. No, I'll, I'll fix it, dude. I'll fix it. Let's fix okay. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, apparently we're not in the church. <laughs> uh, uh, let's uh, keep going with what you were saying. Um. So yeah, pretty much... Um, you know, it, the the person has these things in their in their event, events in their lives, and they they go through it and they learn, and and you know I I hope that somebody influences them. You know, God does his magic like he oh like he normally does, and influences that person and changes their mind and changes their life using his children. You know, and um, evil, just like you see in movies. You know, you always see a superhero and a supervillain, but that supervillain wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the superhero. But that person's desire to be a superhero was so much that they wanted it to be so, so God gave it to them. But he gave them challenges to overcome, because he knew that there would be somebody who wanted the opposite effect of what he wanted, which was to rule over people. But there was a guy who wants to save everybody. So those two, he, you know, he, he works the will to be in his way, because the guy who's doing good and right is in the will. And so he shows him the way to get to the evil. And that person that's doing all the building, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take over the world. I'm going to, who is this guy? He's taking, oh, no, he's ruining everything, you know? And they're just like, it's, it's, in a way, it's almost like it's been there all along. Like, ever since I was a kid, you know, you always see good and evil, right and wrong. So, you know, it's like, um, it all comes down to determination and it gives me drive evil gives me drive because i want more good out there because i know that there's more evil probably right now in all the industries than there is good right you know and so that's what drives me as a person to to want to change people's minds you know and to do this podcast and do my music and you know just even hanging out with somebody and um <laughs> I got you. Yeah, man. This makes me happy just knowing that I can be good in this world and hopefully leave more good behind than there was before. Good. Yeah. You know, I wanna I wanna say something about that too. Mm. About the evil thing. If I gave you I've I've given you this explanation I've given people this explanation before. If I gave you a million dollars right now, you'd be pretty happy, right? Yeah. Okay. What if you worked ten years to make that million dollars? How much more worth it would it be for you to make that million dollars to, to actually finally receive it if that, you work 10 years for it? That'd be awesome. It'd be better than just getting it, right? Yeah, yeah. Not working for it. That's how I look at evil. If there was only light, we wouldn't appreciate it when it came. If there's darkness, when the light comes through that darkness... And things are overcome. Evil is overcome. How much greater is that light? Way greater. You know what I mean? Yeah. How much more do we appreciate it? How much more do we choose to love God? It's all about choice. Yeah. If we choose to love God, then we really love God. If we choose the devil, we love the devil. Yeah. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was making everybody believe that he didn't exist. Yeah. And that's the problem. That's always been around yeah. ever since Eve, especially now. 
especially now. Yeah. People don't even think God's real. Therefore, they don't think evil's real. Yeah. Yeah. So. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Anyways, I think we, think we did a, really did a good job clarifying that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um. So let's let's keep going with where we're, we're okay. So back to the back to the story. Okay. The story of the Bible. Mm-hmm. You good? Yeah. Okay. You still on camera? Yeah, you're still on camera. Yep. Even when you lean back, lean back. I'm not used to doing that. I have to. I usually have to like. <laughs> I'm used to like. Yeah. Being leaned in, it's nice. Up, yeah. So. Uh, Eve ate the apple, because the devil told because the devil seduced her into doing so. So then, Adam ate the apple too because Eve convinced him. She either it was either one of two things. Adam said, "Woman, what are you like?" Adam was thinking, "Oh man, I have to go down with her," or he believed her and said, "Oh yeah, maybe I do want to know what uh, this is. Maybe I do want to know what this is." Yeah, and I think that tr- that tree was genetically modified by the devil. Uh-huh. Genetic, I think it was put there in the first place. This is my thought. This is not biblical, but this is just my thought. Uh-huh. That it was there in the first place, but then he genetically modified it to know, because you said that before, uh-huh. to, where it's the, so, to where they would know the difference between good and evil. Mm-hmm. And he and God knew that tree was bad. Yeah. And so he said, hey, well, guys. Yeah, or know. God knew that tree could be potentially bad because it's a tree of knowledge. Yep. And... It was genetic. Like I like your theory about like it being genetically modified or altered, or even just the two apples that were there that he changed. It could have just been those two, right? You know what I mean? That manipulated, just a simple in- uh, injection of something could have made it to where when they ate it, they they seen it like a different realm. Like it's almost like a psychedelic. You know what I'm saying? Like how people take psychedelics nowadays, they Whoa. see vibrations. Yeah, you're right. You got a good point. I'd, I've never done psychedelics, but when people tell me about them. The way they describe things, like they could feel the winds of off the tree, and they could hear the trees, <laughs> like talking because what? of the way the wind blows through them, like and they they, they feel colors. It reminds me of that Pocahontas song. Which one? I can hear the trees or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? No, I don't. No, oh, okay. No. Never mind. It's been a very long time. <laughs> I just remember that song specifically, kind of. Obviously, I don't remember the tune. I just remember there's a song like that. Um, so yeah, um, pretty much, um, you know, the, that God, um, or that, you know, Satan modified the, the fruits to where like, to they, where they would know. It wasn't, it wasn't just knowledge. It was knowing the difference. He added knowledge and difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he just like really, I mean, who of all people, it, it, it is to be Lucifer. You know what I'm saying? To do something like that because he's the one who wants to be like God. Yeah. So he's trying to, he's trying to, you know, already in his head, he's got a plot and a plan. He's all like, oh yeah, this is going to work. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yep. And, and here we are still in a war pretty much. Well, but... okay. So the, so that was the fall of man. So God had a specific in, uh, uh, intention for us and that was for us to be like God. But then when Adam and Eve sinned, they put a barrier between man and God because now sin was introduced into the world. Uh-huh. So now it was they God had to separate himself from them because you if you get if you aren't on fire, you'll get burned by the sun. God's the sun. They were the fire that was a part of that sun. When they sinned, they threw water on that fire. 
So then that, so then that, that's how it was for the for the rest of time. For not for the rest of time, but till Jesus came. That's how it was. Mm-hmm. There was that wall. There was that bar- a barrier that was set that separated us because we had power at that point in time. But yeah. when they when they sinned, it took, it it had, took a barrier. Yeah. So that's it was. I think it was God. It, God had to had to. It said God had a curse, or like there was a curse that came onto the land. Yeah. And that's what it was. Um. Okay. So then we go down to we go down the lineage. So then in the after Gen, in Genesis it goes down the lineage to Noah. Yeah. We'll go to Noah. Does that all sound, the way to Noah? Let's, it goes to Noah. So at that point in time, the earth was populated with a lot of bad people. Yeah. And Noah and his family were pretty much the only righteous people left, and they had a clean. Uh, in between those times, we've talked about this before. Some angels in heaven uh, decided to fornicate with women on the earth, and that's how the giants. What are they called? Ne- 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 Nephilim. Nephilim. The Nephilim were created, so yeah. there was dirty blood, pretty much. Yeah, and they actually blood. found giants. Did you get that picture? I, I got you? that picture. I think that was proved proved as a fake, but I don't know for sure. Or maybe they just want us to think that it's a fake. I think they want us to think that it's a fake. Really? Yeah. Um, because, well, for one, that's what they do. They hide God. That's what that's what uh, Satan does. He does whatever he can to hide God, and he uses whoever he can to make sure that happens. And, um, you know, that's the main agenda, you know, I think, because uh, I'm, a, I'm a critical thinker, so I think about things in a different way. But, um, I'm sorry. You're fine. These seeds are really good, actually. It's been so long. Uh, yeah, get addicted to those, dude, and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. For real. And it's protein. <laughs> okay. So, so then the... At, so they at, slept at with the, the daughters of, of man, creating demigods or nephilims. Nephilims, yeah. Whichever um, one you want to use. I would say nephilim. They were, yeah, I guess. And so then, there were, it was a lot of bad juju going on. Mm-hmm. So, then when he got to Noah, God said, "Look, Noah, these this this dirty blood, this these nephilim that's that are evil because you can't mix an angel and a man and get something good out of it. Yeah, especially if the man's sinful." <laughs> and uh, he had to wash this. He had to wash the sin out, and mm-hmm. so they were. Only, he was the only righteous man left. So, he God flooded the world. Now, at this point in time, I think that's when the that's when um, the waters created like things like the Grand Canyon. That's when the continents separated. Because mm-hmm. if you know, I think mm-hmm. that that's my that's my theory. Mm-hmm. I the think theory. that's. And they found Noah's Ark. Remember that that yeah. article I, sh- I showed you? Yeah, I they found Noah's Ark. Yeah. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after that, this is a very important point that I showed that we talked about the other day in the Bible. After the flood was over, and it was Noah and his wife, and then his three sons and their wives, total of eight people. Everybody but the three sons' wives had clean blood. The three sons' wives might have still had dirty blood. Okay? And what I mean by dirty blood, I mean by Nephilim blood. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because after the flood there were still Nephilim at certain points in the Bible mm-hmm. um, that's not a huge important point but it's just something I wanted to note yeah and then here's the key point in in the in the Bible where it talks about Noah and his sons it says that his sons separated out across the land and populated all of the earth mm-hmm. all of the earth mm-hmm. so when you say that something so far as evolution is true I mean, we can we'll talk about that another day but I don't I, I don't buy it mm-hmm. I I this makes more sense to me than mm-hmm. we came from monkeys yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care who it is how you can talk to me about 10 hours about it I will not buy it yeah I'm sorry <laughs> I'm not gonna buy it dude okay okay so um go what what happens what 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 do you think is important that happens after the flood and after they populate all the land <sighs> my brain your brain's getting scrambled no it's just um oh well i i i think um my theory is that um there were a lot of crazy things happening a lot of bad people um and you know it's really interesting to think about because god flooding the world now does that mean he created you know you gotta ask these questions does that mean he created whirlwinds hurricanes does that mean that he he made all the water suck up from the the, the wetland to dry land and then brought it back does that mean what oh, you think mean? he maybe came from underneath from underneath the crust underneath and... i don't I'm just saying, if you think about it scientifically, it doesn't make sense because there's magma inside the crust. But if you think about it in the cosmology of um, a geocentric model, there's floodgates. And the gates, which is the waters from above. And they came in and it flooded it. And then he deflooded it. Right. And um, to me, that's just my principle. That makes sense in my head. Either way, it happened. Yeah. There's no denying it. Yeah. Because we've seen the proof. You know what I mean? The we've layers seen... of the earth? No, we've seen the proof of the ship. Of that big ancient that, ship. That and there's the laser of the earth. Things like the Grand Canyon too. Yeah. Like that, that's so... Things like mountains. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bridges and all that good stuff. Um, I think that it's really important um, for... It's clearly in the Bible... It shows that they slept with one another as God's children and not as family members as we see them today. Their their mind state, obviously, because they they slept with each other's wives and then their sons and their daughters and do 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 do. What are you What are you talking about? Well, it all adds up to Adam, right? Oh, you're saying brothers and sisters and. And family cousins. orientation they had wasn't to. the same mind state as it was then as it is now they had to in order to populate the world it wasn't about family at the time it was about populating being, the world the family was being with god yeah you know what i mean and so it was just um a different way of of being and you know nowadays our culture just accepts all this crazy evil movie stuff i can't watch scary movies because like these these movies about paranormal activity and stuff like i watched all those most of them but now me knowing more about the book it just irritates me because it makes me think that like 
the evil is putting more fear in people by allowing this to be around. It's making you know, it seem like the evil has more power than, than it, it does. Really does. Exactly. So, mm, I'm sorry, I got like this weird hiccup like in my brain and my and lungs. But um, yeah, I think um, it's important that people know that 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 was just a casual way. That was just the creation. That's how it was created. And then there was a certain point where God was like, okay, well, no more because you guys aren't getting it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's going from standing in the corner to, um, you know, to cleaning, to cleaning the bathroom and the kitchen, the floors and, and getting into sofa couches and getting all the pennies out. And, you know, it gets, it gets, it goes from standing in a corner saying a line over and over again to something worse, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So. We get, we go, so after they populate the world, then you go down the line, you go to Abraham. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll go, we'll, uh, with Abraham, that was, he was the start of God's people, the Israelites. Mm -hmm. After, so with him, he had, he was the, like, kind of the father of faith. That's why he was very special because he, God told Abraham to kill his son. And God knowing the whole time that he wasn't going to have him kill his son, but Abraham had his son and loved, started loving his son more, more than, than he, he loved God. God. So Abraham listened to God, took him up to the mountain and was about to kill him. And before he, before he died, God sent a lamb. Therefore, it was symbolizing Jesus, the ultimate lamb, and had him sacrifice the lamb instead. That's when God, God had Abraham realize that he was tested and that he passed. That he was saying, you need to love me before anybody else, especially before your son. Because if you don't love me more than anything, we, you, you can't do what, you were, you, what I put you here to do in the first place. Mm -hmm. And that's to start a people of God's people. So that you can have a lineage that brings the Savior, the, the last Adam, to the world. Yeah. So, we can skip forward after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then after Abraham, that's when we have uh, the Israelites. Yeah. The, they, become a na they become a nation. But then they get enslaved by the Egyptians. Mm -hmm. They get enslaved by the Egyptians. And that's when Moses comes along. And Moses is told by God. Everybody knows the story of Moses. We don't get into that. We're just getting to the important parts. Yeah. Moses frees the slaves from Egypt. And God starts the new starts the actual nation of the Israelites. Mm -hmm. So then they go out to uh, to the wilderness across the Red Sea, mm -hmm. and they they complain the whole time because they were promised a, the pro, they were promised a special land that was filled of milk, dew, and honey, and good stuff, and they were brought out basically to a desert. But the reason they were brought out to a desert was so they could be tested and they failed over and over and over again because all they did was complain and complain and complain when God gave them all that they needed. Sounds a lot like today. <laughs> so then 40 years later, after all, there's a lot of stuff that happens in between that time. But 40 years later, they finally find they finally get to Jerusalem. Moses actually, a lot of people don't know this. Moses never went to, never got to Jerusalem. Did you know that? Mm -mm. Yeah. Was it his son? You know that why? Finished walking the tribe or something? It was uh, it was his predecessor. It was his. Uh, it wasn't his son. His name was Joshua, 
um, and he was a man of God. He mm-hmm. was the one who led it, finally led the Israelites to the promised land after 40 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason that Moses actually didn't make it to the promised land was because at a certain point in time between in those 40 years, uh, there was a very there's a huge depletion of water. So God sent down a rock that had uh, that was like a ma- it was like a magical rock that water started spewing out of it. Uh-huh. But Moses was told this by God, and he knew he knew that that this rock was supposed to provide water for everybody, but it wasn't providing it yet. And so Moses got frustrated by the people because they were complaining, and so he hit the rock. And God specifically told him not to hit the rock. And we because he showed God this faith towards him, God told Moses. You can't. You're not going to be able to go into the promised land because you were disfaithful towards me. Oh wow! Yeah, but That's but crazy. Moses is still. But he obviously like God wasn't. God didn't do that because he hated Moses. Yeah, he did that because Moses was supposed to always be you know right with him, and he 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 showed him disfaith, and they weren't at the point of forgiveness. Yeah. Uh, they weren't at the point of. The second com- the second Adam, the last Adam yet. Mm-hmm. Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, are you getting tired, bro? A little bit, yeah. What's Go wrong? On. No, I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Get back in the game, son. <laughs> We're not there yet. It's just storytelling now, man. So I'm just listening. This is like the same part that happened last time. I know, I know. This is exactly what happened last time. <laughs> so let's get through it. So do you know all? Do you know all this? Is I know this, some of it. Yeah. Is, okay. I just don't know it to the T. Okay, it's important for us to go over it. Yeah, it's I know. very important for everybody here. Okay, just don't call me out, bro. Stop calling me out. <laughs> You're yawning, bro. That's why I'm calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Nobody's paying attention to me yawning. They're listening to you. Okay, so everybody else is yawning too. They're like, "This is stupid. I don't want to listen to I'm this." Done. I'm, I'm done. I'm now. done. I'm done. This is. It's better listening to this than reading for four hours. Okay, you know what I mean. <laughs> Unless you read in the book, then read the book. Well, I mean, like for some people, it's good to hear it before you read it. Well, yeah. So you kind of know you have a context. Okay. Uh, blah 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 blah. So basically, in between Moses and Jesus, there's a lot of prophets. There's a lot of things that happen. I'm not too familiar with the Old Testament after Moses because I haven't read it yet. But all we, but what I do know is that it's all about what. This gift that was prom that this gift that they knew was coming. The yeah. Israelites knew this gift was coming, and they didn't know what it was, and they couldn't. And whenever they tried to follow God fully, they couldn't do it because they didn't have the gift of the Holy Spirit. They weren't in that direct correlation, that direct connection with God, because of what Adam did at the very beginning. Yeah. So finally, Jesus comes. So finally, the day comes where the Son of Man comes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And. Let's make it easy. Let's make this simple. I don't want to make it too in depth and like crazy. Yeah. Basically, when in the Old Testament, people would sacrifice animals. Yeah, their 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 flock or their kettle. There was they would show that they would give up their best. It was their best animal too. It had to be. Wasn't it? Didn't it have to be like their best? There was six hundred thirteen laws and ten commandments, and in those there was a certain portion of laws that was all about sacrifice as i read it it's in levitic it's in um uh leviticus and it's in um deuteronomy uh-huh. leviticus and deuteronomy and it's super in depth yeah soup to the t like wow 
this animal can't have blemish. You have to do this on this day. You have to do this on this day. It has to be this type of animal for this kind of sin. There was different animals that they sacrificed for different oh, sins. Oh, wow. Did you know that? No, I didn't. It's crazy in depth. They had to do so much. It was. I'm so glad we don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. But, so, the reason this is important that I forgot. That I forgot. So Moses was the correlator of the law. He was the one that God told Moses. That's why he was very special. God told Moses about the 613 laws and 10 commandments. Why were those important? Because those were showing everybody how holy God is. Yeah. No matter what they did, they couldn't follow those 613 laws it's and 10 impossible. commandments. It's impossible. it's impossible. If they missed one, they missed it all. It's just like sin. If you miss one, you miss them all. Yeah. doesn't matter what kind of sin it is, how big or how small. It's sin is a sin. Mm-hmm. So that's why God knew that Jesus, that there had to be an ultimate sacrifice, an ultimate, ultimate sac- lamb. Ultimate lamb. Yeah. That's where Jesus comes along. So Jesus came because he needed. So this is where other. This is where we talked. What we talked about, but we need to talk about it again. Yeah. Okay. So when you think of Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you got to think of it. people wonder like isn't that three gods that you're praying to it's not because there are three persons but one being Mm -hmm. and what I I showed you this the last time but if you have a 2D so this is going to sound weird but follow me guys follow me when you have if you draw a 2D character on a piece of paper a 2D man and you show that 2D man a three dimensional cube and on all sides of the cube they're colored you okay, bro? Yeah, I'm good. I'm listening. Okay. Stop calling me out. <laughs> <laughs> if on all sides of that cube... You put it, a different color. They have a different color. If you try to turn that cube and show that two-dimensional man uh, the, that you're turning that cube, all he's going to see is the, that a square changing colors. Yeah. Because he can't see in three dimension because he's living in a two-dimensional world. That's the same thing when you look at the, when you looked at God, the omnipotent, when you look at God, the trifecta, the trifecta, the uh, Trinity, yeah. God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, you have three persons, but one being, mm-hmm. one being. Yeah. So, um, what, so, so at this point, there's God, the omnipotent, God, the all powerful. Mm-hmm. He had to send down, he had to have, uh, he had to have, Righteousness be filled, be fulfilled yeah. through man, because there had to be a last Adam. There had to be there was a fall of man. Now there had to be a rise of man. Yeah. So God knew that no normal person could do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So He had to make Himself manifest in a man. But He didn't have direct the 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 man essence of God who was Jesus wasn't omnipotent he couldn't be everywhere at once he could only be at one place at one time and through the correct connection of the Holy Spirit he was with connection with omnipotent God at all times okay Mm -hmm. so Jesus goes to uh, at 30 years old so so we don't hear much about Jesus in the Bible until he's about thirty years old. Mm-hmm. Now the the significance of Jesus being am I going too long? Do you want to no, when you want to add in, add in. Yeah, well. The significance of Jesus being thirty years old when he starts his ministry 
is that in Jewish culture, when you're 30 years old, you receive everything that your father has. Does that make sense? Yep. So Jesus, at 30 years old, gets baptized in the River Jordan by John the Baptist. And at that point in time, he reveals that he, but well, he doesn't reveal, but he is now in direct correlation with the omnipotent God through the gift of the Holy Spirit because mm -hmm. he was baptized. And now the Father is giving him everything that he has. Yeah. What does that mean? That's the Well, that's the reason that Jesus started his ministry at 30 years old. So Jesus starts his ministry. He gets his 12 disciples. They go around. Uh, they, they, they go around all of Israel. Israel, yeah. The nation of Israel, the 12 tribes, and he starts, they start, he starts ministering to everybody. And the joke is, this is what I find interesting about, about Jesus as being the son of man, being the, the Christ. In most religions, the prophet would be like this great warrior, somebody who came and killed everybody and did all this stuff. But in Christianity, the hero is, a, is basically a servant. And he doesn't hurt anybody. He heals everybody. Mm -hmm. And he's a humble man. Mm -hmm. And he comes from a place of peace and kindness and love. And he heals and he, he shares his love with people. That's why I believe in Jesus. Mm -hmm. And great things come from small things. Great things come from... And that's, that's the whole thing about Jesus. He was a small thing, but he was a great thing. Mm -hmm. He is great. He's the greatest. Mm -hmm. You know, so... Jesus Jesus came and he ministered to everybody and he knew after th and after three only three years he uh, he then was betrayed by one of his disciples and what happened was that basically what was happening was Jesus was coming with a new the new covenant and uh, the new covenant between God and and man mm -hmm. and the the Pharisees who were basically like the leaders of Israel they uh, of Jerusalem, mm -hmm. they were like the um, the priests, the big priests, the big the big shots. They weren't in direct correlation with God anymore. They were doing what they wanted to do and not what God wanted them to do. Yeah, and they thought they were better than everybody else. Mm -hmm. So they got pissed at Jesus because Jesus they thought they knew everything, but Jesus knew everything. Mm -hmm. So they ended up getting the Romans who were in control at that time. They were The Romans were in ultimate control of Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. They convinced the Romans to uh, have Jesus go to trial. Mm -hmm. So he went to trial and the devil was at play here. The devil got everybody in that crowd to pretty much vote for Jesus being hung on the cross, which is exactly what God knew what was going to happen, what had to happen, and what the devil wanted to happen and what the Pharisees wanted to happen. Mm -hmm. So Jesus died on the cross for our sins as the ultimate sacrifice as the lamb. So what's the significance of the lamb of of sacrifices? There has to be there has to be a sacrifice in order for sin to be forgiven. Mm -hmm. There has to be death in order for sin to be forgiven. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. God knew that the old way wasn't going to work forever. So he had to have an ultimate sacrifice. So once so Jesus died on the cross at that point in time, Jesus went to hell for three days. That's the that's Easter, mm -hmm. everybody. So Jesus went to hell for three days. On the third day, 
the power of the Holy Spirit rose Jesus from the dead. Bodily, not spiritually, bodily. He bodily came back, came back to his 11 disciples because the one who betrayed him killed himself named Judith, mm -hmm. to his 11 disciples and showed them, had them touch him in the places in which he was tortured. So at the end, there was a, a, a cut in his left side from the spear that they, that they uh, checked him with to yep. make sure he was dead and his holes in his hands and his feet. And he said, I'm real guy. I pretty much said, I'm real, everybody. Then he ministered to them for 40 days um, after after uh, he came back to life. And then he said, I have to go now, but now but now that I've now that I've died for your sins, now God is going to give the people my to get to God is going to give his children, my followers, a gift for believing in me. Because now that righteousness has been fulfilled, now I can give you a gift. And that was the gift of the Holy Spirit. And that's the key to everything, the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. It's an axe. It talks about, we, we were talking about it in church. Mm -hmm. It's an axe. The God gave the gift to the whole, of the Holy Spirit to everybody. What's that? What's the importance of that? The Holy Spirit is the person that brings us in correct correla correlation with the omnipotent God. Mm -hmm. So we can walk in constant faith and in constant righteousness. So we don't have to walk in condemnation, but we can walk in love. We don't have to do in order to be. We be in order to do. We are already sons of God. We are already forgiven. Therefore, we can do works to help others and to show others who God is and how much he loves them. Yeah. That, after that, it's, it, it, uh, the rest of the Bible is just about what we need to do as a church and how to work with each other and to being, and, and to, to walk, walk the walk and talk the talk because it's important to walk the walk because if you don't walk the walk then you're not a son of god mm -hmm. and you're speaking a cursed mouth you're being a hypocrite mm -hmm. that was the that was what the god didn't like about the pharisees they were hypocrites they said to do one thing but they did another mm -hmm. and that's like there's so much more to christianity yeah but that's the basics that's from beginning to end mm -hmm. that is what's the 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 gist of it all. The gist of it all. And that's why I wanted to do this show today is because it's very important for people to know, especially new Christians, especially new guys who don't know anything about it, don't know anything about the gospel. That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Now, one more thing. Sorry. Mm -hmm. We don't have to follow those 613 laws and 10 commandments anymore. There are specific things in the, in the New Testament that when you read it, you will see Jesus' commandments. He has commandments. He has things that he talks about that when you follow those things in your life, then you will be right with God. Mm -hmm. And it goes over everything that you need to do. Yeah. And you know what else? When you're doing something wrong in your life, you know when you're doing something wrong. Yeah. It's not difficult to know the difference between right and wrong because God <clears throat> has, has his Holy Spirit in all of us. Some of us know it. Some of us don't. And he trembles our hearts when we're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. So now, yeah, anyways, that's it <laughs> for my spiel. Okay. I want you to talk because people are here tired of hearing me talk. <laughs> well, um, God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for our food. <laughs> God is great. That's it. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Old Testament, New Testament. Um, sacrificing lambs for the son of lamb. 
you know, it all like works with itself. Um, the thing that that really set me free the most learning about the Bible and the just of it, because when you when you when you start getting into Christianity as 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 the way we're developed as, as people today, we want answers right away. You know what I mean? And so um, I just started with John. Personally, when I started reading the book, I didn't start in the Old Testament. I just started reading John, New Testament, and um, he kind of just dug me in. And then, um, you know, I also watched the uh, the all right version of the Bible on uh, television. On Netflix? Netflix, yeah, it was pretty good. You didn't like it? I thought it was all right. I thought it was pretty good. What did you... What? Well, I loved the Jesus scenes and stuff like that, but some of the other stuff I just felt like... Like, for one, they made Jesus white. And I don't think uh, Jesus is white, and that's just my personal. He belief. wasn't. It's it's impossible. He wasn't. <laughs> yeah. He was Middle Eastern. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. They were in the Middle East in Israel two thousand years ago. Yeah. He was. He's probably had brown skin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was for sure brown, but <laughs> you know. But does that really like? That you're no, right. Yeah. You're right. That it, was the only thing that bugged me when I watched it. I was like, damn, you know what I mean? Just because I had I had asked that question specifically to God in relationship. Like, Lord, just I know you tell me not to look at falsified images of you. Can you show me what you look like in my head? Can you just show me what you look like? And he gave me a little little brink image one night after like my fourth time praying about it, fifth time praying about it, real hard. I was just like, I just wanna I wanna know who you are. I need a, I need some grip. I need something to grip onto. And I was like, I know this picture's fake. I know it is. I was like, yeah, it looks like a handsome man and like a man I could look up to. But I, I know the origin of where this came from. And I know that this is not your son. You know, so I just, I asked him that deep question. And, um, but, you know, getting back to it, it um, the, the show was pretty good. It kind of gives the origin of, it does the same thing kind of like what we're doing right now. It kind of gives the gist of everything and then it shows Jesus up there on the cross and then, it shows him coming back, and it's really, really, it was pretty good. It was really pretty good, but um, <laughs> really pretty good. It uh, was good. If that would have been different, how would you have liked the show? I would have, I would have loved it if, if it were, honestly, if it was around it. I guess you can say that I'm a little bit upset about that, but I mean, it's just how I feel. Yeah, you know what I mean. And um, it's, it's, um, it back, back to what I was talking about with. Um, the Old Testament, New Testament is that the gospel is the coolest thing ever. It really is. It's the coolest thing ever because it's the greatest story of all time. You know what I mean? The gospel is the greatest story ever told. And um, we're in it. We're a part of it. That's what's so special about it is that we are a part of this. And, um, you know, I wish I had a book from 1000 A.D., of the Bible, and we could just be like, <laughs> with all these cool pictures and all this cool stuff, probably that Pop they out have. pictures, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like you know, like like call like drawings and doodles that I'm sure a lot of people did back in the day, um, uh, just like we do today. You know what I mean? And um, what? <laughs> That's just being weird. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So. uh yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I think it's the coolest thing ever is the Bible, this greatest story. You know, it's you know, it's funny. A lot of stories now 
are like reflections of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like the Lion King. Mm-hmm. It's about like it, it directly correlates with the Bible. Superman directly correlates with the Bible. Matrix. The Matrix. The Matrix, especially the Matrix. It's like the most. Neo one. comes back to life after he's he gets one. shot. He's, he's the, the one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Morpheus. He's gonna save the world. Yeah. yeah. Morpheus. And there, the there's two different worlds. Gabriel. There's the spirit. There's the spirit world, or aka the computer world. The Matrix. And then, and then the real and then world. The real world. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta open your mind. Yeah. <laughs> I want to watch The Matrix now, dude. It's so good, it's so good. It's on Netflix. Um, it is. Yeah, it is. They have all three of them, I think. Revelations. Oh, and, for real? And Revelations. <laughs> it's, it's in its name. The Matrix Revolution. Is it Revolution? It's Revolution. No, it's Revelation. I'm pretty sure it's Revelation. Oh, for sure. Let's Google it. Go for it. Let's Google it real quick. But yeah, I mean, we'll do our, we'll we'll do our testimonies on a segment or something. I think we should just do our testimonies on a segment. You think so? Yeah, because this is this was been on for a while. How, I'm how sure long people has it are pretty done with the conversation. It's only it's only an hour and twenty four minutes. A lot of people shut off. I'm getting a lot of people who turn it off around an hour and a half. Oh really? They're like, yeah, Decker's like the only one I know who's like watched the whole thing from end to end. <laughs> <laughs> who's told me, you know, that I've got confirmation from end to end all of it. Yeah, I got you. you. Know, so um, I, you think we? I think we like went over all the very important stuff. I think we did. Look, when it comes to the to getting the basics of the gospel out there, you did a lot of the the timeline, which helped a lot. And then we also went into, you know, explaining the differences and explaining that it's not a a chronological order. <laughs> Look, this. this um, let me Look, say something you know. in closing. Let me say something. Look that up Matrix real quick. You, Look yeah. that up first, and then I want to say something in closing. <laughs> Matrix trilogy. Hey, and there's three of them. It's a trilogy. Yep. <laughs> Why did Boost Mobile pop up? Boost Mobile. Matrix movies. A lot of quietness going on. Here, there's uh, some Latino music. Okay, so there's the Matrix Reloaded. And it is named Matrix Revolutions. Revolution. This is weird. Look at this. It says the Matrix, the Animatrix. What's that? What is that? that? Oh, Oh, it's animated. It's the animated version of the Matrix. Okay, that's pretty dope. That's interesting. I never heard about that. Okay, so let me, let me just say something in closing here, okay? Mm-hmm. This is for everybody. God loves you. God loves all of us. He sent his son for us. He took... It's not... Christianity is not about what we have to do in order to be right with God. It's what God did for us in order for us to be right with him. That's the difference between Christianity and all other religions. Christianity is a lifestyle. Follow Jesus' commandments in the New Testament. Read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and you'll know what they are. Follow His commandments. Believe in Him. Believe that He died for your sins. Believe that you can be perfect in, in, in Jesus Christ and in God, and that you are perfect in His righteousness. Follow Him and no other, and know that you've been forgiven. And Don't live in the past. Live in the present. Prepare for the future. 
Live in the present, prepare for the future, live in his righteousness, follow him, and know that you are loved. And no matter what anybody else does around you, you follow him first. That's, and oh, one more thing. Everybody wants to pray for things. Everybody wants to pray for stuff, for good things to happen to them. Don't pray for that. Pray for God to change you. God, give me strength. God, have me always do the right thing. God, give me bravery. Have me always do my best. Have me love others as you love them. When you pray for that, he will answer your prayer. And when he answers your prayer, when he changes your inside, you as a person will change the outside. Yeah. When you when God changes the inside, you change the outside. You change your outcomes. Mm-hmm. God gives you insight to make it outside. Yeah, um, yeah, it's very true. And you know, honestly, uh, as a as a as a believer, you know, I also believe in praying for others as well because it's helped me a lot in times that I should have probably slipped. So I'm sure someone was praying for me in those times where I didn't, and. Um, you know, praying for others is, is even a cooler thing, I think, too, because because like Dylan is he's very right with the Lord and so I'm sure he prays for others a lot and then he sees the change. Every and he day he sees it all the time and he's just like, Oh well oh yeah, that worked. You? Yeah. Yeah. You being one of them. Yeah. You too. Sky yeah. <laughs> when we, we all ask each other like, me. Hey man, can you pray for me, bro? I just I know. You know, I'm having some problems, da 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 and then, and then what happens two, three days later, a day or two later? How are you doing? Oh, yeah, man, great. Everything worked out. Yep. Woo. <laughs> I was complaining for nothing. <laughs> I was worried about nothing. But, um, you know, but it's because we're paying attention to those things that we redirect them. Yep. You know, but, uh, yeah. God loves you. Stomp on the devil for a living. And that's it, man. Yeah. Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. And he, knowing the truth in him, will set you free. There you go, bro. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and that's it, folks. That's all, folks. <laughs> this is so dope. We're going to be in a...